Romans chapter 5 verse 8 For God commended his love towards us In that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us So it's not about what we have done Or what we will ever do It's about his love for us I can boldly tell you That it's not about what you have done It's not about what you are doing It's not about what you will ever do God loves you And you need to realize that because he loves you He will not lead you in what you are going through service and uh, for those of you who are joining us from wherever country you're joining us from from the uk from new zealand from ghana from gabon praise god uh from dubai praise god we have we have some steady people that join us from the uae praise god you know for every service hallelujah we welcome every uh single one of you to love domain family assembly and for our viewers who are online right now uh we want to say we appreciate you praise god uh, we do not take your your presence for granted hallelujah uh, because we understand that right now there are a lot of services that are being streamed online and um, you have several choices but out of all the choices you have you decided that it's love's domain family assembly that you are going to fellowship with this morning praise god um, so for our live audience or live congregation who is here i'd like you to put your hands together for our online congregation hallelujah glory to god amen how was our week how did our week go praise god and now is preparation for the 10th month amen praise god i hope you're preparing hallelujah the bible says the part of the just is like a shining light that shined brighter and brighter until the perfect day you know so for us it can only get better hallelujah glory to god you know there's this um, theory you know i don't know where people came up with it praise god you know they say we are entering ember month how many of you have heard that stuff before uh -huh. then they say in, in ember month city by you know there are all kinds of stuff praise god hallelujah but we know that you see there's no difference between december january i mean do you understand what i'm saying praise god and and if anything is going to happen to us you know it's already established in scripture you know what he said concerning us he said i will crown your year with goodness and i will leave your path dropping with fatness that's what he said concerning us glory to god so while others are scared of ah is month is month to oh, praise god we are rejoicing because there's a miracle that still awaits us oh you don't understand what i'm talking about there's a miracle that you know you, you see until the year is over it is not yet over do you understand what i'm talking about it's, it's not yet over there are miracles that line up on our path hallelujah and every single one of us will live to enjoy it in the name of jesus hallelujah all right let's get down to the word uh of god i like that you know it's excited praise god hallelujah uh hebrews chapter 11 that's where we are uh we've dealt with the topic heroes of faith from the beginning of the month up until now and it's been a wonderful wonderful time uh running through this particular series um i mean <laughs> You know we've gotten tremendous feedback from online i mean it's it's been amazing glory to god you know all the short videos that we've been posting from heroes of faith i mean the feedback the views have been amazing praise god hallelujah countless of lives have been touched a lot of people have been blessed glory to god hallelujah amen and on wednesday if you join the service um we've been able to read up to um verse 
um verse where's that please verse 11 uh, of hebrews chapter 11 praise god and this morning we're going to tie everything up hallelujah i wish we could continue how many of you wish we could continue heroes of faith I, I wish we could continue praise god there's so much to this topic hallelujah um so we we've looked at um this topic and we've learned a whole lot and if there's anything that we need to take away from this particular series is um i know we've read quite a number of scriptures but one scripture i want you to always remember one scripture i want you to always remind yourself of is second corinthians chapter 5 verse 7 it says for we walk by faith and not by sight and i told us that there's very interesting translation that says we walk by faith and not by sensory perception that means if we're going to walk with god successfully we cannot succeed at working with god by our five senses are we still together i mean you will not succeed you will not excel because i told us that god the one who we call god does not live in time like we do hallelujah the only reason why um you know we look at things as if things cannot be done or uh, it will take time to be done praise god is because we live in time oh you didn't hear what i just said uh, the only reason why we feel like it will take time uh, it will take time oh, before we can do it oh, is because we live in time but because he does not live in time all things are possible for him and remember i told us that god does not even live in heaven like most people think he doesn't live in heaven because most people when we think ah god we say ah god the one who lives in heaven god does not live in heaven in genesis chapter one the bible says in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth so before the heavens he was existing are you are you following this he was existing he doesn't even live in heaven i love the way the psalmist put it the psalmist said he made heaven his throne and the whole of the earth is full stool do, do you know what they call full stool you know when you're in the living room and just you say timile bring that stool and you put your leg on the stool that, do you understand the whole of the earth is, is, is full stool and i'm sure he cannot even put his two legs because if he put his two legs praise god <laughs> hallelujah so he must he must be that's one of his food maybe the other one will be on pluto praise god do you understand what i'm saying you know and he says the whole of the heaven is his throne that means the whole of heaven is his chair he's not even oh you don't get what i'm talking about <laughs> hallelujah you know i told my daughter we we're talking during the course of the week and i, I told her, i said i said do you even know god she said yes i know god i said are you sure you know god she said i know god and i said can you what, what's your imagination of god what do you when you think of god what comes to your mind you know in Nahum chapter 1 verse 9 Nahum was saying he said what's your imagination of god what do you think when you think of god what comes to your mind god is not limited by all the things that were limited by are you following me and that's why when he speaks he speaks in he, he speaks things that seem strange to us he speaks things that seem impossible to us hallelujah glory to god because he doesn't he doesn't live in the realm where we live in that's not where he lives glory to god you know people will tell you that ah oh, time thing low have you heard that before that time is going oh time is going oh time is going oh that when you waste time your life is going have you heard that before 
but you see god is so powerful to a point that you see people have told you that time loss can never be regained is that what they said but you see the realm where god lives god said the time the years that the locust and the power worm has eaten he said i will restore it back unto you so god can even rewind time are you following this he can fast forward time do you understand what i'm talking about you know those days when we used to use um you know uh, is it vcr now praise god you know you just press that button you understand and then you stop it praise god hallelujah god can do all of that praise god he did that in the days of joshua when joshua saw that the sun was going down and he said hey we may probably lose this battle if the sun goes down and he lifted up his eyes towards where the sun is and he commanded the sun to stand still he was not doing that in his authority he was doing that in the name of the god of israel are you following this and the bible says the stone stood still until the battle was won before the sun went down and it's been discovered that that day that the sun stood still was the day february 29 disappeared in some years are you following this oh i'm serious I'm, I'm telling you the truth you know february 29 comes once every four years it disappeared the day joshua said the sun should stand still because you see the sun alone cannot stand still and every other thing is still moving oh you don't get what i'm talking about how many of you did geography how many of you did geography everything that is in the earth everything is rotating the sun is moving the moon is moving the earth is rotating on its own axis everything is moving and if he said the sun should stay still and it was only the sun that stands still what will have happened the others that are moving will have collided and they will have been do you understand what i'm talking about so when he says sun stands still oh my god everything on the planet everything in the universe had to stand still that's the kind of god that we serve and you see that god is not dead oh i love that movie that they did you know god is not there i'm telling you the truth god is not there he may appear and see things are the same in your life but listen with god is not there i love that song by maverick city you know what they know the title of the song he said i'll tell a story and the story that i'll tell is that my god has never failed you may look at my situation and my condition and say oh he's failing but the truth of the matter is god is alive and he's working something behind the scene are you following me he's walking something behind the scene and i believe in what he's walking yeah. are you following me i believe in what he's walking he's walking something and i believe in what he's doing and if you will ever be able to match up with god then you need to upgrade yourself and i guess this is one of the reasons for this series you need to upgrade yourself Isaiah chapter 55 for my ways are not your ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts as far as the heaven is from the earth so are my ways from your ways and my thought from your thought that means when god thinks about a particular issue and you think about that same issue the the difference between the way you think about it as in as far as the heaven is from the earth that's the difference between your thoughts are you following me and you see my my challenge and i believe that your challenge also should be that if god is saying i think way higher than you think then i have a challenge before me to match up with the thoughts of god oh you don't get what i'm talking about i have a challenge the challenge is i need to i need to 
to match up my mind with the mind of God. I need to match up the way I think with the. You understand what I'm talking about? The Bible says, "For we have the mind of Christ." I, I need, I need that kind of mind that sees all things as being possible. Oh, are you following me? Nothing, nothing really is impossible. There was a time the Wright brothers came together and they said they were going to make metal fly in the air. The people in their generation felt they were crazy. They felt they were mad. Metal fly in the air. Even nylon, nylon that has no weight. When you throw it up, it may float for a while. It will come down. You, you now want to make metal fly in the air. You must be mad. But are we not flying in... <laughs> Do you know the weight of one aircraft? Do you know the weight of it? They will now have cargo planes. Cargo. Where they will load, you know, soldiers are going to war. Nigerian soldiers want to go and fight war in Iraq, for example. They will load armor tanks. You know, how, you know the weight of one armor tank? Then they will load like 50 in one cargo plane. And that plane will lift everything from here to Iraq. But one generation said, metal, not, not even plane. Metal can't fly in the air. But today, is it not possible? Oh, come on, talk to me. There's nothing really impossible. Can you look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, it's, there's nothing impossible? Oh, come on, tell your neighbor, there's nothing impossible. Oh, come on, tell your neighbor, there's nothing impossible. I, I feel that person needs to hear this. Uh, because there's something that you're looking at to achieve before December. And it's as if, ah, give me my Lego. Tell your neighbor, there's nothing impossible. I'm telling you, there's, 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 uh, oh my God. You know, you know, you know, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what scripture I love so much when it comes to nothing impossible is Genesis chapter 11. The Bible says all the men that were on the face of the earth at that time, they came together and they said, we will build the tower that will go from the earth and we reach the heavens. And they started building it. There was no crane. There was no in fact, there was no, you know what, you know, how many of us did that Greek? You know, there's, there's um, simple tools. You remember simple tools like um, Antrowell. I'm not sure they even had Antrowell at, as at that time. There was no bulldozer. There was no crane to lift block from the ground. Do you understand? But they said they will build the tower that will reach the heavens. And what surprised me was that when God came to see what they were doing, the testimony of God about what they were doing is that if we don't stop them they will do it oh you don't get you know it, 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 it was not it was not nimrod nimrod was the king at that time he was not nimrod, nimrod that said that said uh, if we are not stopped we will do it it was god came and said let's go and see what these guys are doing and god said ha if we don't stop these guys they will do what they have intended in their heart to do now can you imagine building a tower if it's this present day and age i can say well you know with the level of technology you know advancement you know uh, man has even gone space we've gone to the moon you know so building a tower from the earth to the heavens will not be a big deal but as at that time and god said if we don't do something about it they are coming up here to meet us i mean they are, i mean they are coming and their language and the reason why god said that they would do it he said the people are of one language they are of one mind you see oh my god I, I wish you could understand what that scripture is saying what he's saying is 
that if you put your mind to it if you put if you can guide oh my god you know you know you know a lot of time your mind your, your mind is telling you oh, let me go ahead and do this but your body is saying no you cannot you know I, I used to go to the gym at one point in time regularly praise god you know before i got lazy amen praise god and you know sometimes you are you know you are pushing the metal and your hand is so weak and the trainer is telling you you can do it that it's only that it's in your mind it's your mind that is telling you your hand is weak and sometimes you know initially i felt like i mean what is this how can you be telling me that my mind is the one telling me i can't lift it my boss my hand don't weak <laughs> you know but after a while of going back again and again i discovered that man i was moving i was pumping the man do you understand what i'm talking about and i discovered that truly it's a it's a function of the mind your hand may be feeling but listen to me it's your mind that is telling you see bros your hand take care you understand watch your hand praise god but if you will oh my god if you will look beyond what your mind is telling you and come into agreement with what you want to do there is nothing impossible for you there's a particular tribe that they, they work on hot coal they can they will take coal hot coal in their hand and they will hold it like this and you you will hear their flesh melting as they are holding the hot coal and you see you that is looking at them your face is like this but the guy that is holding it is just smiling and you're wondering is he not feeling the pain his mind is dead to the pain are you following me Oh, there's a whole lot you can achieve. Oh, can you tell your neighbor there's a whole lot you can achieve? Tell your neighbor there's a whole lot you can achieve. Can you tell your neighbor the year 2020 is not yet over? Tell somebody 2020 is not yet over. Coronavirus or no coronavirus, what God will do, He will. And we come into agreement with what He will do nothing can stop us the same corona that worked against some people worked for us oh you don't get what i'm talking about he worked against some people but he worked for our own good for he said all things work together for good to them that love god and are the according to his purpose are you following this i don't know why i went that way praise god but we need to finish this text oh faith faith you can't work with God successfully with your senses intact. And I told us that one of the major challenges that we have in this generation is that we want, to, we want to apply reasoning to everything. Reasoning. And I, I think I ended Wednesday by saying that, you know, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 2 says that by, by faith, the men of old obtained a good report. That means good reports were written concerning them because of their faith. Another translation says they were commended by their faith because of their faith. Now it said on Wednesday, I made a statement that is very profound, that if the men that were commended for their faith, if, if, if we also are going to be commended like they are commended, then we also will need to walk by faith because these people did not walk in their senses and the few people we have read we've read about abel come on talk to me have we read about abel have we read about abel you know the world says 
Oh my God. You know the world says when you want to be rich, you, you try and gather, you accumulate. Is that what, what, what they say? That means you, we, you hold. But you know what the Bible says? The Bible says either there is either we told it more than is necessary, yet it still tends towards poverty. But there is one who opened his hands and is constantly flowing and there is always abundance. So the ways of God are not the ways of man. By, by, by faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice. And that sacrifice he offered, the Bible says, even though Abel is dead, yet he's still speaking. There are two people in scriptures who died that even though they are dead, their blood is still speaking. The first person was Abel, then the second person is Jesus. Are you following me? And how did Abel obtain it? By a sacrifice. But not just a sacrifice. An excellent sacrifice. Then we talked about Enoch. Enoch walked with God and he did not see death. Then we talked about Noah. Noah, amazing Noah. Uh, I call Noah amazing Noah. For a man to stay believing that rain was going to come for 120 years. For something that has never happened before since the world began. I give it to that man. Why are you following me? And you see, you remember I told us that Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. And I told us that Noah went about telling people that rain was going to come. And rain had never fallen before from the beginning of creation. What has come from the ground to wet the field? The people had never seen rain before. So when Noah was saying rain is coming, the people were imagining in their heart rain, water from up. Where is it coming from? And the same way Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. You know, we go about now telling people that Jesus is coming back. And in their mind, they are thinking, Jesus is coming back. Number one, we don't they hear him, he don't tell. I don't tell. He don't tell. I say, he don't tell. Jesus is coming back. You know, and some people are thinking, well, we, we did geography. Uh, and in geography, geography said that the earth is spherical. Uh, that's why we don't all see the morning at the same time. We don't, do you understand what I'm talking about? Because while some people are seeing the sun, some people are in the dark and all of that. And you see, the Bible says when Jesus shows up, all eyes will see him at once. And you want to put logic and geography into play and say, how will he appear? If he appeared towards the side of Nigeria, then people in Canada will still be sleeping. Then how will all I see him at once? That's your own problem. Figure it out. Don't be figuring it out. That's, not, that's your own problem. Don't be figuring it out. Do you understand? Because the people of that generation too will have asked Noah, where is rain coming from? And no matter how he tried to explain, they could not grasp it. Not until that rain started falling. Oh, listen to me. It may be a while we have said this in church, but listen to me. Jesus is coming back. Uh, I need to announce to somebody out there watching me that Jesus is coming back. Oh, and he's coming back quickly. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Because he ascended into the heaven. He went up alive and he's still alive. Hebrews 13 verse 8. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today and forever. He's still alive. So because he's alive, he said he will come back. He is surely coming back. He's surely coming back. There's no stopping him. Are you following me? 
he may look as if ah, you know what Peter said. Peter said he may look as if he's delaying. Oh, he may look as if ah, he's delaying. Oh, maybe he will not even come again, but he will surely come. If the rain came in the days of Noah, Jesus will surely come back. Are you following this? Amazing Noah. Then we read about Abraham. Amazing Abraham. Who was told to go out of his father's house to a land God will show him without a map. God didn't give him a map of how he was going to move. God did not even tell him his destination. He didn't tell him this is the land. God just said move to a land that will show you. God, where is the land? Just follow me. And he was following. You see, it would have been okay if he was the only one following. Are you following me? But he had a wife. He had children. He had servant. Even his younger brother, cousin, cousin Lord, followed him. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So I'm sure there must have been questions upon questions at some intervals that, sir, where exactly are we? And Abraham must have said, he told me he will show me when we get there. Let's just keep going. I was the one who have said, sir, he let me know too. This one who don't work out, you don't do. We ah, just the work out, the work out, they will show you. Eh? We've gone, we've come, we've, go, we've passed through cities where people were settled. They built house with mortar and bricks and they were settled knowing that this is their land. But you, we keep moving and the Bible says Abraham was living in tents. Do you understand? Living in tents. Because he knew that he has not yet gotten to the place. So after a while, God would tell him again to move. He kept moving. Not knowing where he was going, but he kept following. Men and women in this generation. Ah. God, before I move from here, you must tell us where we go. That place, gone, 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 you must tell us. Full address. Thank you. Full address. Not a uh, park lane street. Uh-uh. Number five, flat four. You know, with the black, the one with the black gate and the black door that has a green. Do you understand? Detailed address. And when they've got it, they say, Hey, God, now let's move. But Abraham did not say that. He didn't wait on full details. When he had moved, he moved. Are you following this? For we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by our senses. Because there's a limit to which our senses can pick things. Oh, are you following this? And we also read about Sarah. I think that was where, you know, we got to in verse 11. Now, can we all turn to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11? He said, by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age. Because she judged him faithful who at work promised ah, i love this about sarah he said by faith sarah received strength to conceive she was 75 and at that time she had passed the stage of menopause you know if a woman if you have given birth for her mothers you will know you will understand the strength that is required to push a baby out of your womb are you following me Come on, are you following me? The only child of ours, I think it was only Timile, that I was not opportune to be in the labor room. You know, because it was in Akure then, uh, what's the name of this center? Mother and child. You know, so it was a general word. 
you know, they, they just put women in the general ward. Uh, so, because of that, you know, the men are not permitted to enter. But for Shetemi and um, Tara, I was there. And I saw, I saw the anguish on this woman's face. <laughs> you know, I saw the anguish. When it was Tara's turn, you know, the doctor was almost suggesting maybe we go for a D and C. C, uh, 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 sorry. You know, was almost suggesting it. Because she was, she was running out of strength. At some point, she also was crying to me and saying, Pastor, let's go and do it. Let's go and do it. Let's go and do it. And at, at that point, I just told the doctor, I said, should, should we go for it? Then he said, Pastor, I don't really want her to do CS. Then he said, come, come and encourage her. Then I came, then I held her hand. And I said, hey, you are pushing this baby out. Let's begin. You know, then we did it together. You know, how many of you know you have, you have been there when I shot when I you know there's this oh, push, my friend. Ah. And I saw the head coming, I said, Yes, it's coming out, it's coming out. Push, push, push some more. Push, oh yeah, let's go. You know, women need strength. You need you need I mean you need oh my god. How you need strength? Hi. Women are trying, you know. Ah, if you have not been there, you are a woman here, you have not gotten nine child bath. Ah. He's waiting for you. Hallelujah. Although it's not everybody that, uh, but yeah, I mean, boy, it takes strength. But it's not funny. Seriously. It's not, it's not funny. You know, scientists did some research and they said the, the intensity of the pain that a woman feels at childbirth, that is a subject, subject a normal man to it, the man will collapse and die. So, everyone is thinking, I, I demand, I be strong. That... <laughs> That pain the woman handles at that point, if they carry that density or intensity, I don't know which one they use, and put it upon you, and don't say, hey, why? Take it. Bah! You don't say, ah! That's the end. By faith, Sarah received, oh my God, she received strength. And you know, the older you get, the lower your strength. Are you following this? Your strength reduces. There are things that, you know, I, I woke up one morning and I told my wife, I said, ah, Senna, why don't they hold you? I said, ah, those days. You know, do you understand, Tom? Those, that, that's something you could just jump up the ah, but, I mean, energy day. But you wake up and I say, ah, something, you care, you say, hey, wow. Senna, why don't they, you know, they, you know, they knock down. The older you get, the more, the lower your strength. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, for her to be able to push Isaac out of her womb, she needed to obtain strength by faith to push the baby out. To even conceive in the first place, she needed her faith because she had passed the stage that she could never conceive. She had passed that stage. You remember what she said? When the angel came, those angels came and they said, by this time next year you'll be with the child. And she laughed. One of the things in the heart of, of Sarah at that point in time is, <laughs> we, do I even have pleasure in my mind? Do you know there's a level you will get to? Your husband will say, ah, baby, I'll find I say, oh, mom, I beg. I beg. Ah, from where to where? All those things don't finish. You don't come off a body. You don't, do you understand what I'm saying? 
you don't finish he said will i even have pleasure again that means will will my husband even come close to me and i feel like yeah do you understand what i'm talking about he, he, all those things have disappeared so they, those things are to return by faith oh do you understand what i'm talking about because if she visits a medical doctor and they do their test and all of that the test will be that these things you're talking about can never happen but those things happened and how did it happen the bible says that sarah judged him faithful oh my god the bible says the one who promised that you will have a child of your own not ishmael that you go through one of your born servants your own child the bible says sarah judge the one who made the promise judge him faithful that the one who said is able to do oh you don't get what i'm talking about and i, I, I cited an example on wednesday because that was where i climaxed on wednesday that if i come now and i say oh please take this check of one million pounds you will rejoice a little and the reason why it will be a little is because i have one million pounds check but that joy will not go beyond that little because you say pass those possibly they will have one million pounds and he's giving me check of one million pounds so you will keep that check but you see there's a lot of doubt in your heart like ah if i take this thing to the bank she didn't go arrest me like this But if Mark Zuckerberg gives you that check, you know, you won't. Do you understand what I'm talking about? You will know that, ah, this one. If I enter bank, they, they, Ghana must go straight away. As in life. No, no doubt, no nothing. Life. You know, ah, ah, they move the money. Ah, Mark, ah, he's capable. Do you get it? But you see that pastor BJ, male series in her. Maybe, maybe he's even issuing the check by faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And you see, I, I, I cited that example so that you will understand what happened to Sarah. The one who issued the check to Sarah, Sarah took the check. And because of the, oh my God, the Bible says by two mutable things by which it was impossible for God to tell a lie. That means God cannot lie. Oh, are you following me? You see, when the Bible says God cannot lie, I need you to understand what it means by, by, by saying that God cannot lie. See, what's the color of, the, okay, this is even mixed. But what's the color of this, this, this image of stuff, this um, stripe? This is green, right? It's green. Everybody agrees it's green. But God shows up and says, Ah, this thing no be green, huh? It is purple. Now, everybody will say, Ah, ah, God, you did lie, oh. It's not purple now, it's green. But you know what will happen? By the time you are saying, It's not purple now, it is green. By the time you look at it, it's already purple. Oh, you don't get it. Oh, you didn't get that. You don't get that. It is not what you call calling, it is what he calls it. Oh, you didn't you do understand what I just said? It's what he calls, it's not what you call it. You call it green, but he says it's purple. Turn your eyes away and look at it and say, Are you sure it's already purple? 
you will have your own child Sarah took that word and by the nature and the character of the person who was speaking he, oh my god this person has been known never to fail oh you don't understand what I'm talking about you know there are some people that when you have business deal with based on your past experience with them you are very cautious how many of you have business partners like that or you have clients like that say, hmm, oh, this guy hey, he don't do me strong thing before you understand so you, you tread cautiously but there are some people you have dealt with you can take their word to the bank you understand what I'm talking about say I said the one who said I will have a child I judge him faithful that he is able to do what he has said and by that faith she receives strength to conceive at that age listen to me i said earlier that year 2020 is not over oh my god it may appear as if i'm the one saying it but that's the word of the lord to somebody oh would you take that word and judge the one who has said it faithful that the best of year 2020 for you is yet to happen oh you don't understand what i just said can you can you take that word who climb and sink because some of us really in year 2020 we have gotten some miracles already some things have happened for us already and we're saying well you know the whole what so far believe this has happened for us but god is saying to you this morning that the best of year 2020 you are yet to experience it oh who am i talking to this morning you're yet to experience it for you will see it in your business i said you will see it in your marriage you will see it in your career oh tom you will see it in your business oh you didn't hear me. i said tom you will see it in your business it will happen i said it will happen you will see it it will happen say that judged him faithful and said the one who said it by his nature and character he has been known never to have, to have told a lie before for whatever he says he will do he will surely do that's the kind of god that he is now look at what he says he said therefore from verse 12 therefore from one man and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky in the multitude innumerable as the sun which is by the seashore you know that was the promise to abraham that through your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed that uh, do you understand what i'm saying so because sarah receives strength to conceive and bring to birth that word that god said concerning the seed of abraham multiplying on the face of the earth that word came to pass but you know there's something i want you to see in verse 13. he said these all died in faith higher you see when we learn about faith this is one side of faith that most preachers don't talk about mm. Mm. you know i was telling us about the three boo boys how many of us remember that i think it was the third second or third service about the three boo boys they said the God that we serve is able. He has the ability. We know he can come true for us. But see, even if he does not come. So it's not about 
when he comes they will not say ah our faith work it even when it doesn't work our faith still worked because a lot of us our faith in god is inked on god working so when it fails to work then you begin to wonder what happened then you begin to question ah uh, does god really exist and you begin to see all kinds of rubbish those guys faith was not aimed on god working even if it does not work now look at what he now says here he said these all died in faith that means all of these people that we have read about the bible says they died in faith now look at the next verse i mean the next statement he said not having received the promises he said but haven't seen them afar off were assured of them embrace them and confess that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth does anybody have the amplified translation I, I want you to read and if you have it there can you put it on the screen if you don't have it I want somebody to read it for me the amplified Hebrews chapter 11 verse 13 very quickly somebody locate it for me Hebrews chapter 11 verse 13 the amplified translation if you have a loud voice read okay are you reading it use the mic use the microphone guided and sustained by it mm. without receiving the tangible Please, let, let's 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 move slowly start again all these died in faith he said all of these people died in faith guided and sustained by it he said they were guided and they were sustained by it so listen to me before you go for that means you see faith guides you and apart from guiding you he also has the ability to sustain you go on without receiving the tangible fulfillment of God's promises. Did you see that? He said they all died in faith without receiving what? The tangible promises. That means it was not all of them that actually got the, the real thing that they believed God for. Because when you read further down, you know, time will permit me for, for us to read down. But if you begin to read from, from places like, uh, uh, like, uh, like verse, verse, um, from verse, um, 35 or 30 or 35, yes, he said, Women received their dead raised to life again. He said, Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance. Do you understand? He said, In verse 37, he said, They were stoned, they were sawn into two. That means some of them were caught by chainsaw and they died. And what the oh my god, you remember the Sunday I was talking about Job? You remember what I said about Job? The statement that job made job said even though he slay me he said yet will i trust him even though he slay me he said yet i will trust him the bible says all of these people died in faith not having received the what the tangible promise that means it was not all of them that received answers do you understand what i'm talking about Oh my god because we you know we live in a generation that believes that faith must always work oh don't 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 misquote me i know i'm online right now i'm not saying that faith does not work but what i'm saying is there are times you stretch your faith and you know you have stretched your faith but yet nothing happens do i have a witness here before do i have a witness here do i have a witness here do i have a witness here 
And the Bible is saying that these people did not receive the tangible form. But what did they do? Read further. Look at this. He said, only haven't seen and anticipated them. That means these people, from where they were standing, they saw the promise ahead. And when they saw, they anticipated. You know, anticipation is, have not gotten it, but I'm eagerly, you know, it's, I'm not just expecting it. I'm eagerly expecting it. So, they were sta- they're standing here, what was promised to them was far off, but from where they were, they saw what they what God promised them. They were anticipating it. Go on. Having welcomed them from a distance. I love that translation. He said, Having welcomed them from a distance. That means from where they were, those things that were still afar off, they welcomed them into the present from where those people are. Oh, you don't get what I'm talking about. Uh, you have an interesting translation there, right? Still amplified. Read. Amplified classic. Okay. They greeted it. Do you understand what I'm saying? They saw those things from afar off and they believed that those things were coming. But yet, they did not obtain that promise. But they died in faith. That means, till they breathed their last breath, they were still believing God. Oh, did you get it? Oh, you see, we're talking about heroes of faith. You, you remember I told us at the beginning of this teaching, we're not talking about the jellies of faith. You know, we have some jelly babies. You understand? Some je- he said, hey, God, God did not do it, so I'm angry with God. Let me wear I'm angry with God. God did not do it. Uh, last year, I asked him to give me a husband. I didn't see the husband. Uh, uh, this one, I did my business. Uh, I was pushing God for that contract, but he did not give me. Then I went and gave Shade. Ah. And because of that, you're angry with God. The Bible says, till they breathe their last breath, they were believing. Can you imagine a man, a man taking his last breath? And at that, I, I, he, as he was taking that last breath, he was still believing that what God told him he would do, he would do it. And he breathed his last breath without touching it. But yet he died believing. See, we need to wake up, man. I, I, do you understand what I'm talking about? I said we need to wake up. We need to wake up. When we're talking about faith, we're talking about serious issues. Do you understand what I'm talking about? We're not, we're not talking, you see, heroes are used for, you know, majorly when you hear, you know, heroes, you're looking at somebody who has fought a battle and won. Do you understand what I'm talking about? That's a hero. We're talking about heroes of faith. We're not talking about some jelly babies. Do you understand what I'm talking about? People will back up at the first sight of trouble. That's not another people we're talking about. People who will die believing God. Are you following me? And you see that, see, people who die believing God, they are not so much in Christianity today. But if we cross over to the other, you know, major religion, there are still plenty there. Just give them some bomb. And say, go and die in the name of Allah. Oh. So it is you that they will say, if you know Jesus here, yeah, raise up your hand. We will shoot you. You say, eh, I'm on the melody. Those guys, 
just give them explosive they will enter they will enter when they chant when they even me that i'm not a muslim when they chant that stuff i feel it you don't understand what i'm talking about but we need heroes of faith to begin to arise today and i guess that's why god is bringing this topic and this subject to us we need some heroes to arise we need men oh my god we need men like noah again on the face of the earth are you following me we need men like abraham again on the face of the earth we need men like isaac again on the face of the earth we need men women like sarah are you following we need women like deborah we need men like samson are you following me because he said you know time will fail me to read all of these but look at verse 32 verse 32 let's quickly go to verse 32 verse 32 because of our time you can play something for me now look at verse 32 he says and what more shall i say because after you know after sarah uh, he talked about abraham again he talked about isaac he talked about jacob you will see about jacob in verse 21 in verse 22 you will see about joseph in verse 23 you will see about moses are you following me in verse 30 you will see verse 31 you will see that god talked about rehab and I think I need to pause a while before I make progress from there. He said in verse 32, verse 31, he said, By faith, the unlawed Rehab. Mm. Eh. Eh. Yesterday night, I was listening to a message. I don't know, maybe Pastor Kunle listened. Uh, but you know that message yesterday night. And you see, you see, some people, I, I was telling my wife, I said, I said, I said, when I listen to some preachers, I feel like they, they, maybe they don't understand that the gospel that they have is an exclusive gospel. And what I mean by exclusive gospel is that it is good news, but you see, some of you are not permitted. That's an exclusive gospel. But you see, the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is not an exclusive gospel. It's an inclusive gospel. An inclusive gospel that says, yes, the promise is here. You may not even be qualified for it, but you can come. Oh, are you following me? Because when you hear some preachers preach, the way they come, you would think as if God is angry at some people. Are you following me? But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says, for God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. That's the only sense of the Bible that you carry. He loved the whole world. A lot of preachers are preaching the exclusive. When you hear them, oh yeah. You, no, they don't need to tell you. You also look at, ah, this is the way they talk, not be me. <laughs> see, let me, can, can you be truthful? Can you be truthful? How many of you have been there? Let me see your hands up. You've heard the message that you feel like I'm the nobody, no, nobody, nobody, we did fight for you. But that's not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's an inclusive gospel. It's not an exclusive gospel. It doesn't exclude anybody. It doesn't push anybody out. He said, as many that shall call upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. That's what he says. Irrespective of who you are. Then he says, by faith, Rahab the harlot. You know, you know why I love? I love the fact that they put the harlot. 
You know they could have said by faith, Rehab. And you are wondering which Rehab. But they said it's not any other Rehab. It's the Rehab the Harlot. By faith, what did she do? By faith, Rehab the Harlot did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. Now let me shock you. How many of us know the story of Rehab the Harlot? Let me tell you what happened. They were coming to Jericho. And Jericho was going to be destroyed. Jericho was a city that had walls around it. It was a fenced city. And the Bible described the thickness of the wall. That six chariots can stand side by side on the thickness of that wall. It was that, it was that wide. Now because of the wideness of it, inside that wall, people had apartments inside the wall. They were living inside the wall. And Rahab had one her own room. She was an ally. What it means is that in her room is where she attends to her customers. See, I'm going to shock you today. See, that's where, do you understand what I'm saying? In her room is where she attends to what? Her customers. Now, when the spies came into Jericho to spy the land, and somehow, the ruler of Jericho got noticed that there were spies and they started looking for them. The spies ran and they ran into Rahab's room. I don't know, maybe they met a customer anyway. <laughs> but they ran into her room. And when she said, ah, what's happening? Then they told her what they came to do. And Rahab said, hey, I have heard about that God. Though. And if it is that God that is sending you, ah, we are finished. But please, can I plead for myself and my family that will be spared in what is going to be for Jericho. And those people made a promise that she and her family will be spared. But you know what they told her? They said the only thing you will need to do is that if your family members are in any other part of the city, they are going to die. Make sure when we come, you gather all of them into your room and that by the window of your room, you hang a red scarlet something like a festival red and it by your window so that when we come we will know that that is the room and no matter what happens to the city the people in that room will be spared are you listening to this now when the children of israel came and the bible says god told them that they should march around the city uh, they should march around the city for seven days the first day they march around the city Nothing happened. The second day, the third day, the soldiers that were on the walls were already relaxed. That all they are doing is just, just moving around. So nothing will happen. Then on the seventh day, God asked them to move around seven times. And that at the seventh time, they should give a shout. And that when they give a shout, the walls of Jericho will come crumbling down. Now watch this. The thickness of that wall, six chariots standing side by side. If those walls only came down, there would have been a very big rubble. For those of you that understand construction. So what it means is that after the whole thing falls, it will take a while before the children of Israel will even be able to climb over the rubble into the city. So I suggest to you that the walls of Jericho did not only come crashing down, the ground opened up and swallowed it up but should i shock you the wall the ground opened up and swallowed up the wall for the children of israel to possess the land but listen to me there was a portion of that wall that was standing when all the others gave way
was standing was the rule of Rea How would God dare to save a harlot? We'll be surprised when we get to the kingdom. Some people think they understand everything. Will we get there? Are you following me? Are you following me? Do you remember the parable of Jesus? He said, Jesus said, he sent men, the, the owner of the, of the house, sent men out to go and get the, the, you know, the chief and the, you know, the big guys in town for his party, the VIP. They came and the, the report was that they said they were not coming. And he said, well, if they are not coming, then go into the street, go under the bridge. Pack everybody. Anybody, just pack everybody and just bring everybody in. And that's how the kingdom of God is going to be. Oh, are you following me? Come on, are you following me? You see, some people that talk about surprises when we get to the kingdom of God, it is not surprise as they think that we will be surprised. Oh, you didn't get what I'm talking about. Because some people will get there and they will only, listen, some people will get there and they will only get there because of a red scarlet that was tied by their window. They didn't do jack. Ah, you didn't get it. If you got it, you would have shouted. They didn't do jack. They will only get there because of that red scarlet. Are you following me? That's the only reason why we get there. Do you understand? And that red scarlet is called grace. For we are saved by grace, not of works, lest any man should boast. Uh, even our father Abraham cannot boast. And uh, that's what Romans chapter 4 says. Abraham cannot boast. Then how dare you come and you begin to tell me, you can say, Abraham, Abraham was obedient to God. Abraham was this. Abraham. When the Bible says Abraham himself cannot boast, you, you are not making boast for Abraham. Are you not a fool? Do you understand what I'm talking about, Shay? You are not boasting on behalf of Abraham. When the Bible says Abraham himself cannot stand before God and boast and say, I did it. You are not boasting for Abraham. Abraham aligned with God. He aligned with God. Uh, so you must align. When you align, then you fall into the will of God. Uh, all those are rhymes. We understand the truth of God's word. I told my wife yesterday night. I said, oh my God. I said, thank God we have the Bible. And thank God that we can read. Are you following me? You know, there was a time I was telling us that, see, if all we had access to, IBK, was the New Testament, we would have been deceived about the life of David. Oh. When you read in the book of Acts, the Bible says, and David, uh, and David served God in his generation according to the will of God and slept with his fathers. That's what you will read about David in the book of Acts. When you hear that kind of statement, if you have never read the story of David in the Old Testament, what would you think? Shall I talk to me? Huh? And David served God in his generation according to the will of God. And he slept with his fathers. You will say, huh? I told my wife yesterday, I said, see, I said, some people that we even look around today and say, I look at this sinner. I look at this sinner. Some of them cannot even do what David did. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not joking. No, I don't know. I don't, I'm not joking. They can't do what David did. Do you know what David did? Slept with another man's wife. Brought the man back from war. Was tricking the man to go sleep with his wife. The man refused to go. And David said, put him where the battle is hottest and let him die. And the man died. And the next thing, the 
not, not, not until the prophet showed up in his house and said, Sir, something is happening in your kingdom. He said, What's happening? He said, Hey, please hear this king. What should we do? He said, There are two men in your kingdom. One has just one sheep and one has hundred. He said, The visitor came to visit the man that has hundred. What is he supposed to do? Take one of the hundred and kill. But he left his hundred. Then went in search of the man that had just one. Took that one and killed to entertain his visitor. David said, Ye, Mugbe. In whose kingdom? Not his In my kingdom. Then he began to say, Ah, we will see Before you talk to me, sir. Kuda. Kuda, sir. Hey, sir. You see, sir. You know how many wives lies in your palace? And God spoke to him through the mouth of the prophet. He said, you have so many wives. He said, even if you wanted more, I would have given you more. That was what God said. But the man that had just one, just to one, you took it. And somebody will now come and be reading the book of Acts for me and telling me that David served God in his generation according to the will of God. You must serve God like David. Is. And then let's go and serve God like David. Huh? See. 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 I don't want to answer some blame. You guys are pulling me, man. I'm just tired. I became telling you. When I hear some preachers, I'm just tired. I'm just like, oh my God, for how long are we going to continue to exclude some people from this kingdom? For how long? And it's, it's going to continue to be we against them. It's never we against them. It should be all of us against the devil. Not we against them. We're not in a battle with ourselves. We're in a battle with the devil. The devil is our adversary. You sit down there and keep. Even the you that is talking. Can you? Can we play all the video of your life in the open? But you can stand behind the microphone and talk about the life. Let's play something for me on the keyboard. See what, what I'm what I'm sharing right now. I, I feel like crying. I'm telling you. I feel like crying. You see, because that exclusive gospel was what so many of us listened to for years, and we never felt like we belonged anywhere. Oh, say so yeah, you can do you can testify. We heard that gospel again and again and again. And every time we looked at ourselves, we said, no, I don't, I don't belong here. Some of us even almost concluded, maybe God designed us specially for hell. Some of us looked at ourselves. I had, oh my God. I had a friend. You know, sir, you know, sir said, Banji, I don't understand. I, 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 I want to love God. He said, but I've tried severally. Separately, I really want to be born again. I really want to obey the laws of God. He said, but I've tried again and again. He said, it doesn't work for me. He said, so I've concluded, Banji, let me just enjoy this life. Just, just leave it anyhow. Leave it anyhow. I know that when we get there, we're going to suffer for the consequences of our sins. We listen to that exclusive gospel again and again and again. And we never felt we belonged anywhere. We felt like outcasts. You felt we were nobody. We felt God can if God will love anybody, it cannot be us. God will love anybody, me. How will he love me? When there's sister, 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 sister Mary, I'm gonna do see. 
love me. Even if he loves me, he must surely love them more than he loves me. But God is no respecter of persons. And I'm glad that he puts the name of Rahab, the harlot. And it will shock you that Rahab became one of the great grandmothers of Jesus. She's in the lineage of the Savior. And I, I'm glad that God put her there so that you can know that out of the worst, God can bring out the best. Never look down on anybody in your life. Never look down on anybody. Some men must have looked down on Paul and felt like Paul, his life was over. But little did they know that before he would get to Damascus, there's going to be an encounter. Never look down on anybody. Enough of this exclusive gospel. The gospel is inclusive. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son to die for us. The Bible says God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't love me because I'm good. I don't know about you. Maybe, maybe you are sister holy or brother holy. And you can stand there and say, well, stand there and be all self-righteous and claim that God loves you because you're so good, you're so perfect, your life is all together. Thank God for you. But he loves me not because of what I've done. Not even because of what I'm doing. Not even because of what I will ever do. But because of a red scarlet that will be by my window. Grace. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound that verse 39 as we bring this sermon to a close this whole teaching verse 39 he said and all these having obtained a good testimony through faith did not receive the promise he said god having provided something better for us that they should not be made perfect apart from us that means that generation as awesome as we spoke about them the bible says they cannot be completed without us we are that privileged generation we are that blessed generation and god is waiting for men and women that will rise up in this generation as heroes of faith we have a few of them who have lived in our present day i can mention a few of them some of you have read god's generals apostle alexander dowie or some great man of god a a allen are you following this i can tell you about jaco that lived in this present generation i can tell you about the women of god that came in time in this our present age the woman called catherine coleman i can tell you about amy simply mcpherson 
I can tell you about Pastor Bimbo Dukoya of blessed memory. I can tell you about the Adlib had Bishop Benzini Daosa. Are you following this? But the Bible says, with us, they are not complete. That means God is waiting on you and I to rise as an hero of faith in this generation. Can you rise up to your feet this morning? I will open up my heart ready for your holy fire. I will let you into my heart into my soul pledging pledging my life serving you is my desire oh I will let you
That message was from the stables of Love's Domain Family Assembly. Senior pastors are Pastor Banji and KG Oladipo. To reach this ministry, send a mail to lovesdomainfamily at gmail.com. Remain blessed. Romans chapter 5 verse 8. For God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So it's not about what we have done or what we will ever do. It's about his love for us. I can boldly tell you that it's not about what you have done. It's not about what you are doing. It's not about what you will ever do. God loves you and you need to realize that because he loves you, he will not lead you in what you are going through service and uh, for those of you who are joining us from wherever country you're joining us from from the uk from new zealand from ghana from gabon praise god uh from dubai praise god we have we have some steady people that join us from the uae praise god you know for every service hallelujah we welcome every uh single one of you to love domain family assembly and for our viewers who are online right now uh we want to say we appreciate you praise god uh, we do not take your your presence for granted hallelujah uh, because we understand that right now there are a lot of services that are being streamed online and um, you have several choices but out of all the choices you have you decided that it's love's domain family assembly that you are going to fellowship with this morning praise god um, so for our live audience or live congregation who is here i'd like you to put your hands together for our online congregation hallelujah glory to god amen how was our week how did our week go praise god and now is preparation for the 10th month amen praise god i hope you're preparing hallelujah the bible says the part of the just is like a shining light that shined brighter and brighter until the perfect day you know so for us it can only get better hallelujah glory to god you know there's this um, theory you know i don't know where people came up with it praise god you know they say we are entering ember month how many of you have heard that stuff before uh -huh. then they say in, in ember month city buy. you know there are no kinds of stuff praise god hallelujah but we know that you see there's no difference between december january i mean do you understand what i'm saying praise god and and if anything is going to happen to us you know it's already established in scripture you know what he said concerning us he said i will crown your year with goodness and i will leave your path dropping with fatness that's what he said concerning us glory to god so while others are scared of ah is embarment is embarment to oh, praise god we are rejoicing because there's a miracle that still awaits us oh you don't understand what i'm talking about there's a miracle that you know you, you see until the year is over it is not yet over do you understand what i'm talking about it's, it's not yet over there are miracles that line up on our path hallelujah and every single one of us will live to enjoy it in the name of jesus hallelujah all right let's get down to the word uh of god i like that you know it's excited praise god hallelujah uh hebrews chapter 11 that's where we are uh we've dealt with the topic heroes of faith from the beginning of the month up until now and it's been a wonderful wonderful time uh running through this particular series um i mean <laughs> you know we've gotten tremendous feedback from online i mean it's it's been amazing glory to god 
you know all the short videos that we've been posting from heroes of faith i mean the feedback the views have been amazing praise god hallelujah countless of lives have been touched a lot of people have been blessed glory to god hallelujah amen and on wednesday if you join the service um we've been able to read up to um verse um verse where's that please verse 11 uh, of hebrews chapter 11 praise god and this morning we're going to tie everything up hallelujah i wish we could continue how many of you wish we could continue heroes of faith I, I wish we could continue praise god there's so much to this topic hallelujah um so we we've looked at um this topic and we've learned a whole lot and if there's anything that we need to take away from this particular series is um i know we've read quite a number of scriptures but one scripture i want you to always remember one scripture i want you to always remind yourself of is second corinthians chapter 5 verse 7 it says for we walk by faith and not by sight and i told us that there's a very interesting translation that says we walk by faith and not by sensory perception that means if we're going to walk with God successfully, we cannot succeed at walking with God by our five senses. Are we still together? I mean, you will not succeed. You will not excel. Because I told us that God, the one who we call God, does not live in time like we do. Hallelujah. The only reason why... Um, you know we look at things as if things cannot be done or uh, it will take time to be done praise god is because we live in time oh you didn't hear what i just said uh, the only reason why we feel like it will take time uh, it will take time oh, before we can do it oh, is because we live in time but because he does not live in time all things are possible for him and remember i told us that god does not even live in heaven like most people think he doesn't live in heaven because most people, when we think of ah, God, we say, ah, God, the one who lives in heaven. God does not live in heaven. In Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So before the heavens, he was existing. Are you, are you following this? He was existing. He doesn't even live in heaven. I love the way the psalmist put it. The psalmist said, he made heaven his throne and the all of the earth his full stool. Do, do you know what they call full stool? You know, when you're in the living room and just, you say, Timilei, bring that stool and you put your leg on the stool. That, do you understand? The whole of the earth is, is his full stool. And I'm sure he cannot even put his two legs. Because if he put his two legs, praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. So he must, he must be just one of his food. Maybe the other one will be on Pluto. Praise God. Do you understand what I'm saying? You know, and he says the whole of the heaven is his throne. That means the whole of heaven is his chair. He's not even... Oh, you don't get what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hallelujah. <clears throat> you know, I told my daughter, we were talking during the course of the week, and I, I told her, I said, I said, do you even know God? She said, yes, I know God. I said, are you sure you know God? She said, I know God. And I said, can you, what, what's your imagination of God? What do you, when you think of God, what comes to your mind? You know, in Nahum chapter 1 verse 9, Nahum was saying, he said, what's your imagination of God? What do you think? When you think of God, what comes to your mind? God is not limited by all the things that we're limited by. Are you following me? And that's why when he speaks, he speaks in, he, he speaks things that seem strange to us. 
he speaks things that seem impossible to us hallelujah glory to god because he doesn't he doesn't live in the realm where we live in that's not where he lives glory to god you know people will tell you that ah oh time thing low have you heard that before that time is going oh time is going oh time is going oh that when you waste time your life is going have you heard that before but you see god is so powerful to a point that you see people have told you that time loss can never be regained is that not what they said but you see the realm where god lives god said the time the years that the locust and the power worm has eaten he said i will restore it back unto you so god can even rewind time are you following this he can fast forward time do you understand what i'm talking about you know those days when we used to use um you know uh is it vcr now praise god you know you just press that button you understand and you stop it praise god hallelujah god can do all of that praise god he did that in the days of joshua when joshua saw that the sun was going down and he said hey we may probably lose this battle if the sun goes down and he lifted up his eyes towards where the sun is and he commanded the sun to stand still he was not doing that in his authority he was doing that in the name of the god of israel are you following this and the bible says the stone stood still until the battle was won before the sun went down and it's been discovered that that day that the sun stood still was the day february 29 disappeared in some years are you following this oh i'm serious I'm, I'm telling you the truth you know february 29 comes once every four years it disappeared the day joshua said the sun should stand still because you see the sun alone cannot stand still and every other thing is still moving oh you don't get what i'm talking about how many of you did geography how many of you did geography everything that is in the earth everything is rotating the sun is moving the moon is moving the earth is rotating on its own axis everything is moving and if he said the sun should stay still and it was only the sun that stands still what will have happened the others that are moving will have collided and they will have been do you understand what i'm talking about so when he says sun stands still oh my god everything on the planet everything in the universe had to stand still that's the kind of god that we serve and you see that god is not dead oh i love that movie that they did you know god is not dead i'm telling you the truth god is not there you know appear see things are the same in your life but listen with god is not there i love that song by maverick city you know what they know the title of the song he said i'll tell a story and the story that i'll tell is that my god has never failed you may look at my situation and my condition and say oh he's failing but the truth of the matter god is alive and he's working something behind the scene are you following me he's walking something behind the scene and i believe in what he's walking yeah. are you following me i believe in what he's walking he's walking something and i believe in what he's doing and if you will ever be able to match up with god then you need to upgrade yourself and i guess this is one of the reasons for this series you need to upgrade yourself Isaiah chapter 55 for my ways are not your ways and my thoughts are not your thoughts as far as the heaven is from the earth so are my ways from your ways and my thoughts from your thoughts that means when god thinks about a particular issue and you think about that same issue the the difference between the way you think about it as in as far as the heaven is from the earth that's the difference between your thoughts are you following me 
and you see my my challenge and i believe that your challenge also should be that if god is saying i think way higher than you think then i have a challenge before me to match up with the thoughts of god oh you don't get what i'm talking about i have a challenge the challenge is i need to i need to match up my mind with the mind of god i need to match up the way i think with the you understand what i'm talking about the bible says for we have the mind of christ i, I need i need that kind of mind that sees all things as being possible oh are you following me nothing nothing really is impossible there was a time the right brothers came together and they said they were going to make metal fly in the air the people in their generation felt they were crazy they felt they were mad metal fly in the air even nylon nylon that has no weight when you throw it up it may float for a while it will come down you you now want to make metal fly in the air you must be mad but are we not flying in <laughs> do you know the weight of one aircraft do you know the weight of it they will now have cargo planes cargo where they will load you know soldiers are going to war nigerian soldiers want to go and fight war in iraq for example they will load armor tanks you know how, you know the weight of one armor tank then they will load like 50 in one cargo plane and that plane will lift everything from here to iraq but one generation said metal not not even plane metal can't fly in the air but today is it not possible Oh, come on, talk to him. There's nothing really impossible. Can you look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, there's nothing impossible. Oh, come on, tell your neighbor, there's nothing impossible. Oh, come on, tell your neighbor, there's nothing impossible. I, I feel that person needs to hear this. Uh, because there's something that you're looking at to achieve before December. And it's a sin. Uh, give me my Lego. Tell your neighbor, there's nothing impossible. I'm telling you, there's... there's, there's Oh my god you know you know you know ah, yeah, 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 yeah. you know what scripture i love so much when it comes to nothing impossible is genesis chapter 11. the bible says all the men that were on the face of the earth at that time they came together and they said we will build the tower that will go from the earth and we reach the heavens and they started building it there was no crane there was no in fact, there was no, you know what, you know, how many of us did that Greek? You know, there's, there's um, simple tools. You remember simple tools like um, Antrowell. I'm not sure they even had Antrowell at, as at that time. There was no bulldozer. There was no crane to lift block from the ground. To, do you understand? But they said they will build the tower that will reach the heavens. And what surprised me was that when God came to see what they were doing, the testimony of God about what they were doing is that if we don't stop them they will do it oh you don't get you know it, 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 it was not it was not nimrod nimrod was the king at that time he was not nimrod, nimrod that said that said uh, if we are not stopped we will do it it was god came and said let's go and see what these guys are doing and god said ha if we don't stop these guys they will do what they have intended in their heart to do now can you imagine building a tower if it's this present day and age i can say well you know with the level of technology you know advancement you know uh, man has even gone space we've gone to the moon you know so building a tower from the earth to the heavens will not be a big deal but as at that time and god said if we don't do something about it they are coming up here to meet us 
I mean, they are, I mean, they are coming. And their language, and the reason why God said that they would do it, He said the people are of one language, they are of one mind. You see, oh my God, I, I wish you could understand what that scripture is saying. What he's saying is that if you put your mind to it, if you put, if you can guide, oh my God, you know, you know, you know, a lot of times your mind, your, your mind is telling you, oh, let me go ahead and do this, but your body is saying, no, you cannot, you know. I used to go to the gym at one point in time regularly, praise God. You know, before I got lazy, amen. Praise God. And you know, sometimes you are, you know, you are pushing the metal and your hand is so weak. And the trainer is telling you you can do it. That it's only that it's in your mind. It's your mind that is telling you your hand is weak. And sometimes, you know, initially I felt like, I mean, what is this? How can you be telling me that my mind is the one telling me I can't lift it? My boss, my hand don't weak. <laughs> You know, but after a while of going back again and again, I discovered that man, I was moving, I was pumping the man. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And I discovered that truly, it's a, it's a function of the mind. Your hand may be feeling, but listen to me. It's your mind that is telling you, see, bros, your hand, take care. You understand, watch your hand, praise God. But if you will, oh my God, if you will look beyond what your mind is telling you and come into agreement with what you want to do, there is nothing impossible for you. There's a particular tribe that they, they work on hot coal. They, can, they will take coal, hot coal in their hand and they will hold it like this. And you, you will hear their flesh melting as they are holding the hot coal. And you see, you that is looking at them, your face is like this. But the guy that is holding it is just smiling. And you're wondering, is he not feeling the pain? His mind is dead to the pain. Are you following me? Oh, there's a whole lot you can achieve. Oh, can you tell your neighbor there's a whole lot you can achieve? Tell your neighbor there's a whole lot you can achieve. Can you tell your neighbor the year 2020 is not yet over? Somebody, 2020 is not yet Corona, coronavirus or no coronavirus, what God will do, He will, and we come into agreement with what He will do. Nothing can stop us. The same Corona that worked against some people worked for us. Oh, you don't get what I'm talking about. He worked against some people, but he worked for our own good. For he said, all things work together for good to them that love God. And are according to his purpose. Are you following this? I don't know why I went that way. Praise God. But we need to finish this text. Oh, faith. Faith. You can't work with God successfully with your senses intact. And I told us that one of the major challenges that we have in this generation is that we want to we want to apply reasoning to everything. Reasoning. And I, I think I ended Wednesday by saying that you know Hebrews chapter 11 verse 2 says that by, by faith the men of old obtained a good report. That means good reports were written concerning them because of their faith. Another translation says they were commended by their faith, because of their faith. Now, it said on Wednesday, I made a statement that is very profound, that if the men that were commended for their faith, if, if, if we also are going to be commended like they are commended, then we also will need to walk by faith. 
because these people did not walk in their senses and the few people we have read we've read about abel come on talk to me have we read about abel have we read about abel you know the world says <laughs> oh my god you know the world says when you want to be rich you you try and gather you accumulate is that what the world what they say that means you we you hold but you know what the bible says the bible says that there is either we told that more than is necessary yet it still tends towards poverty but there is one who opened his hands and is constantly flowing and there's always abundance so the ways of god are not the ways of man by by, by faith abel offered unto god a more excellent sacrifice and that sacrifice he offered the bible says even though abel is dead yet he's still speaking there are two people in scriptures who died that even though they are dead their blood is still speaking the first person was abel then the second person is jesus are you following me and how did abel obtain it by a sacrifice but not just a sacrifice an excellent sacrifice then we talked about enoch enoch walked with god and he did not see death then we talked about noah noah amazing noah I call Noah amazing Noah. For a man to stay believing that rain was going to come for 120 years for something that has never happened before since the world began. I give it to that man. Why are you following me? And you see, you remember I told us that Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. And I told us that Noah went about telling people that rain was going to come. And rain had never fallen before from the beginning of creation. What has come from the ground to wet the field? The people had never seen rain before. So when Noah was saying rain is coming, the people were imagining in their heart rain, water from up. Where is it coming from? And the same way, Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall the coming of the Son of Man be. You know, we go about now telling people that Jesus is coming back. And in their mind, they are thinking, Jesus is coming back. Number one, we don't hear him, he don't pay. I don't tell. He don't tell. I say he don't tell. Jesus is coming back. You know, and some people are thinking, well, we, we did geography. Uh, and in geography, geography said that the earth is spherical. Uh, that's why we don't all see the morning at the same time. We don't, do you understand what I'm talking about? Because while some people are seeing the sun, some people are in the dark and all of that. And you see, the Bible says when Jesus shows up, all eyes will see him at once. And you want to put logic and geography into play and say, How will he appear? If he appeared towards the side of Nigeria, then people in Canada will still be sleeping. Then how will all I see him at once? That's your own problem. Figure it out. Don't be figuring it out. That's, now that's your own problem. Don't be figuring it out. Do you understand? Because the people of that generation too will have asked Noah, Where is rain coming from? And no matter how he tried to explain, they could not grasp it. Not until that rain started falling. Oh, listen to me. It may be a while we have said this in church, but listen to me. Jesus is coming back. Uh, I need to announce to somebody out there watching me that Jesus is coming back. Oh, and he's coming back quickly. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Because he ascended into the heaven. He went up alive and he's still alive. Hebrews 13, the same. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's still alive. So be 
coming back. There's no stopping him. Are you following me? He may look as if, ah, you know what Peter said? Peter said, he may look as if he's delaying, oh. He may look as if ah, he's delaying, oh. Maybe he will not even come again, but he will surely come. If the rain came in the days of Noah, Jesus will surely come back. Are you following this? Amazing Noah. Then we read about Abraham. Amazing Abraham. Who was told to go out of his father's house to a land God will show him without a map. God didn't give him a map of how he was going to move. God did not even tell him his destination. He didn't tell him this is the land. God just said move to a land that will show you. God, where is the land? Just follow me. And he was following. You see, it would have been okay if he was the only one following. Are you following me? But he had a wife. He had children. He had servant. Even his younger brother, cousin, cousin Lord, followed him. Do you understand what I'm talking about? So I'm sure there must have been questions upon questions at some intervals that, sir, where exactly are we? And Abraham must have said, he told me he will show me when we get there. Let's just keep going. I was the one who have said, sir. He let me know too. This one who don't work out, you don't do. Ah, we just the work out, the work out, they will show you. Eh? We've gone, we've come, we've, got, we've passed through cities where people were settled. They built house with mortar and bricks. And they were settled knowing that this is their land. But you, we keep moving. And the Bible says Abraham was living in tents. Do you understand? Living in tents. Because he knew that he has not yet gotten to the place. So after a while, God would tell him again to move. He kept moving. Not knowing where he was going, but he kept following. Men and women in this generation. Ah. God, before I move from here, you must tell us where will they go. That place, go, 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 you must tell us. Full address. Thank you. Full address. Not a uh, Park Lane Street. Uh-uh. Number five, flat four. You know, with the black, the one with the black gate and the black door that has a green. Do you understand? Detailed address. And when they've got it, they say, Hey, God, now let's move. But Abraham did not say that. He didn't wait on full details. When he had moved, he moved. Are you following this? For we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by our senses. Because there's a limit to which our senses can pick things. Oh, are you following this? And we also read about Sarah. I think that was where, you know, we got to in verse 11. Now, can we all turn to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11? He said, by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age. Because she judged him faithful who at work promised ah, i love this about sarah he said by faith sarah received strength to conceive she was 75 and at that time she had passed the stage of menopause you know if you're a woman if you've given birth for our mothers you will know you will understand the strength that is required to push a baby out of your womb are you following me Come on, are you following me? The only child of ours, I think it was only Timile, that I was not opportune to be in the labor room. You know, because it was in Akure then, uh, what's the name of this center? Mother and child. You know, so it was a general word. 
you know, they, they just put women in the general ward. Uh, so, because of that, you know, the men are not permitted to enter. But for Shetemi and um, Tara, I was there. And I saw, I saw the anguish on this woman's face. <laughs> you know, I saw the anguish. When it was Tara's turn, you know, the doctor was almost suggesting maybe we go for a D and C. C, uh, 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 sorry. You know, was almost suggesting it. Because she was, she was running out of strength. At some point, she also was crying to me and saying, Pastor, let's go and do it. Let's go and do it. Let's go and do it. And at, at that point, I just told the doctor, I said, should, should we go for it? Then he said, Pastor, I don't really want her to do CS. Then he said, come, come and encourage her. Then I came, then I held her hand. And I said, hey, you are pushing this baby out. Let's begin. You know, then we did it together. You know, how many of you know you have, you have been there when I shot when I you know there's this oh, push, my friend. Ah. And I saw the head coming, I said, Yes, it's coming out, it's coming out. Push, push, push some more. Push, oh yeah, let's go. You know, women need strength. You need you need, I mean, you need, oh my god. How you need strength? Hi. Women are trying, you know. Ah, if you have not been there, you are a woman here, you have not gotten nine natural birth. Ah. He's waiting for you. Hallelujah. Although it's not everybody that, uh, but yeah, I mean, but it, it takes strength. But it's not funny. Seriously. It's not, it's not funny. Uh, you know, scientists did some research and they said the, the intensity of the pain that a woman feels at childbirth, that is a subject, subject a normal man to it, the man will collapse and die. So, everyone is thinking, I, I demand, I be strong. That... <laughs> That pain the woman handles at that point, if they carry that density or intensity, I don't know which one they use, and put it upon you, and don't say, hey, why? Take it. Bah! You don't say, ah! <laughs> That's the end. By faith, Sarah received, oh my God, she received strength. And you know, the older you get, the lower your strength. Are you following this? Your strength reduces. There are things that, you know, I, I woke up one morning and I told my wife, I said, ah, I, said, well, I don't behold you. I said, ah, those days. You know, do you understand, Tom? Those, that's something you could just jump up the ah, but, I mean, energy day. But you wake up and I say, ah, something you care, you say, hey, wow. Say, now, wow, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, the older you get, the more, the lower your strength. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, for her to be able to push Isaac out of her womb, she needed to obtain strength by faith to push the baby out. To even conceive in the first place, she needed her faith because she had passed the stage that she could never conceive. She had passed that stage. You remember what she said? When the angel came, those angels came and they said, by this time next year you'll be with a child. And she laughed. One of the things in the heart of, of Sarah at that point in time is, <laughs> we, do I even have pleasure in my mind? Do you know there's a level you will get to? Your husband will say, I'll baby half an I say, oh mom, I beg. I beg. Ah, from where to where? All those things don't finish. You don't come off a body. You don't, do you understand what I'm saying? 
you don't finish he said will i even have pleasure again that means will will my husband even come close to me and i feel like yeah I've, do you understand what i'm talking about he, he, all those things have disappeared so they, those things are to return by faith oh do you understand what i'm talking about because if she visits a medical doctor and they do their test and all of that the test will be that these things you're talking about can never happen but those things happened and how did it happen the bible says that sarah judged him faithful oh my god the bible says the one who promised that you will have a child of your own not ishmael that you go through one of your born servants your own child the bible says sarah judged the one who made the promise judge him faithful that the one who said is able to do oh you don't get what i'm talking about and i, I, I cited an example on wednesday because that was where i climaxed on wednesday that if i come now and i say oh please take this check of one million pounds you will rejoice a little and the reason why it will be a little is because ah, one million pounds check but that joy will not go beyond that little because you say pass those possibly they will have one million pounds and he's giving me check of one million pounds so you will keep that check but you see there's a lot of doubt in your heart like ah if i take this thing to the bank she they don't go arrest me like this But if Mark Zuckerberg gives you that check, you know, you won't, do you understand what I'm talking about? You will know that, ah, this one, if I enter bank, they, they, Ghana must go straight away. As in life, no, no doubt, no nothing, life. You know, ah, ah, they move the money. Ah, Mark, ah, he's capable. Do you get it? But you see that pastor BJ, male series in her. Maybe, maybe he's even issuing the check by faith. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And you see, I, I, I cited that example so that you will understand what happened to Sarah. The one who issued the check to Sarah, Sarah took the check. And because of the, oh my God, the Bible says by two mutable things by which it was impossible for God to tell a lie. That means God cannot lie. Yes, oh, are you following me? Yes, you see, when the Bible says God cannot lie, I need you to understand what it means by, by, by saying that God cannot lie. See, what's the color of, the, okay, this is even mixed. But what's the color of this, this, this image of stuff, this um, stripe? Green. This is green, right? It's green. Everybody agrees it's green. But God shows up and says, Ah, this is no be green now. Huh? It is purple. Now, everybody will say, Ah, ah, God, you did lie, oh. It's not purple now, it's green. But you know what will happen? By the time you are saying, ah, It's not purple now, it is green. By the time you look at it, it's already purple. Oh, you don't get it. Oh, you didn't get that. You don't get that. It is not what you call calling. It is what he calls it. Oh, you didn't, you didn't understand what I just said. It's what he calls it. It's not what you call it. You call it green. But he says it's purple. Turn your eyes away and look at it and say, are you sure? It's already purple. 
It's popular. Angosha is not popular. It's red. Turn your eyes again. It's already red. You know why? Because it's just impossible for God to lie. Whatever he says will be. So when he told Sarah you will have your own child, Sarah took that word and by the nature and the character of the person who was speaking, he, oh my God, this person has been known never to fail. Oh, you don't understand what I'm talking about. You know there are some people that when you have business deal with, based on your past experience with them, you are very cautious. How many of you have business partners like that? Or you have clients like that? Say, hmm, oh, this guy, hey, he don't do me strong thing before. You understand? So you, you tread cautiously. But there are some people you have dealt with. You can take their word to the bank. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Sarah said, the one who said, I will have a child, I judge him faithful that he is able to do what he has said. And by that faith, she received strength to conceive. At that age, listen to me. I said earlier that year 2020 is not over. Oh my God. It may appear as if I'm the one saying it. But that's the word of the Lord to somebody. Oh, would you take that word and judge the one who has said it faithful? That the best of year 2020 for you is yet to happen. Oh, you don't understand what I just said. Can you can you take that word? Who climb and sink? That the best because some of us really in year 2020 we have gotten some miracles already. Some things have happened for us already, and we're saying, Well, you know, the whole what's up about this has happened for us, but God is saying to you this morning that the best of year 2020, you are yet to experience it. Oh, who am I talking to this morning? You're yet to experience it. For you will see it in your business. I said you will see it in your marriage. You will see it in your career. Oh, Tom, you will see it in your business. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said, Tom, you will see it in your business. It will happen. I said it will happen. You will see it. It will happen. Say that judged him faithful and said the one who said it by his nature and character. He has been known never to have, to have told a lie before. For whatever he says he will do, he will surely do. That's the kind of God that he is. Now look at what he says. He said, therefore, from verse 12, therefore from one man and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky and the multitude. Innumerable as the sun which is by the seashore. You know, that was the promise to Abraham that through your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. That, uh, do you understand what I'm saying? So, because Sarah received strength to conceive and bring to birth that word that God said concerning the seed of Abraham multiplying on the face of the earth, that word came to pass. But you know, there's something I want you to see in verse 13. He said, These all died in faith. Higher. You see, when we learn about faith, this is one side of faith that most preachers don't talk about. Mm. Mm. You know, I was telling us about the three boo boys. How many of us remember that? I think it was the third, second or third service. About the three boo boys. They said the God that we serve is able. He has the ability. We know he can come true for us. But see, even if he does not come. So it's not about 
when he comes, they will not say, ah, our faith worked. Even when it doesn't work, our faith still worked. Because a lot of us, our faith in God is hinged on God working. So when it fails to work, then you begin to wonder what happened. Then you begin to question. Ah, does God really exist? And you begin to see all kinds of rubbish. Those guys' faith was not hinged on God working. Even if it does not work. Now look at what he now says here. He said, these all died in faith. That means all of these people that we have read about, the Bible says they died in faith. Now look at the next verse. I mean the next statement. He said, not having received the promises. He said, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confess that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Does anybody have the Amplified Translation? I, I want you to read. And if you have it there, can you put it on the screen? If you don't have it, I want somebody to read it for me. The Amplified. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 13. Very quickly, somebody locate it for me. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 13. The Amplified Translation. If you have a loud voice, read. Okay, are you reading it? Use the mic. Use the microphone. Guided and sustained by it. Mm. Without receiving the tangible... Please, let, let's, let's, let's move slowly. Start again. All these died in faith. He said all of these people died in faith. Guided and sustained by it. He said they were guided and they were sustained by it. So listen to me before you go further. That means, you see, faith guides you. And apart from guiding you, he also has the ability to sustain you. Go on. Without receiving the tangible fulfillment of God's promises. Did you see that? He said they all died in faith without receiving what? The tangible promises. That means it was not all of them that actually got the, the real thing that they believed God for. Because when you read further down, you know, time will permit me for, for us to read down. But if you begin to read from, from places like, uh, uh, like, uh, like verse, verse, um, from verse, um, 35 or 30 or 35, yes. He said, Women received their dead raised to life again. He said, Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance. Do you understand? He said, In verse 37, he said, They were stoned, they were sawn into two. That means some of them were caught by chainsaw and they died. And what the oh my god, you remember the Sunday I was talking about Job? You remember what I said about Job? The statement that Job made. Job said, even though he slay me, he said, yet will I trust him. Even though he slay me, he said, yet I will trust him. The Bible says all of these people died in faith, not having received the word, the tangible promise. That means it was not all of them that received answers. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Oh my god because we you know we live in a generation that believes that faith must always work oh don't 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 misquote me i know i'm online right now i'm not saying that faith does not work but what i'm saying is there are times you stretch your faith and you know you have stretched your faith but yet nothing happens do i have a witness here before do i have a witness here do i have a witness here do i have a witness here 
did not receive the tangible power. But what did they do? Read further. Look at this. He said, only having seen and anticipated them. That means these people, from where they were standing, they saw the promise ahead. And when they saw, they anticipated. You know, anticipation is, have not gotten it, but I'm eagerly, you know, it's, I'm not just expecting it. I'm eagerly expecting it. So, they were sta- they're standing here, what was promised to them was far off, but from where they were, they saw what they what God promised them. They were anticipating it. Go on. Having welcomed them from a distance. I love that translation. He said, Having welcomed them from a distance. That means from where they were, those things that were still afar off, they welcomed them into the present from where those people are. Oh, you don't get what I'm talking about. Uh, you have an interesting translation there, right? Still amplified. Read. Amplified classic. Okay. They greeted it. Do you understand what I'm saying? They saw those things from afar off and they believed that those things were coming. But yet, they did not obtain that promise. But they died in faith. That means, till they breathed their last breath, they were still believing God. Oh, did you get it? Oh, you see, we're talking about heroes of faith. You, you remember I told us at the beginning of this teaching, we're not talking about the jellies of faith. You know, we have some jelly babies. You understand? Some je- he said, God, God did not do it, so I'm angry with God. Let where? I'm angry with God. God did not do it. Uh, last year, I asked him to give me a husband. I didn't see the uh, uh, This one, I did my business. Uh, I was pushing God for that contract, but he did not give me. Then I went and gave Shade. Ah. And because of that, you're angry with God. The Bible says, till they breathe their last breath, they were believing. Can you imagine a man, a man taking his last breath? And at that, I, I, he, as he was taking that last breath, he was still believing that what God told him he would do, he would do it. And he breathed his last breath without touching it. But yet he died believing. See, we need to wake up, man. I, I, do you understand what I'm talking about? I said we need to wake up. We need to wake up. When we're talking about faith, we're talking about serious issues. Do you understand what I'm talking about? We're not, we're not talking, you see, heroes are used for, you know, majorly when you hear, you know, heroes, you're looking at somebody who has fought a battle and won. Do you understand what I'm talking about? That's a hero. We're talking about heroes of faith. We're not talking about some jelly babies. Do you understand what I'm talking about? People who battle at the first sight of trouble. That's not another people we're talking about. People who will die believing God. Are you following me? And you see that, see, people who die believing God, they are not so much in Christianity today. But if we cross over to the other, you know, major religion, there are still plenty there. Just give them some bomb. And say, go and die in the name of Allah. Oh. So maybe it's you that they will say, if you know Jesus here, raise up your hand. We will shoot you. You say, eh, I'm on the melody those guys just give them explosive they will enter 
they will enter. When they chant, when they even me that I'm not a Muslim, when they chant that stuff, I feel it. You don't understand what I'm talking about. Allah, you will everybody, including them. All of now, maybe they go. But we need heroes of faith to begin to arise today. And I guess that's why God is bringing this topic and this subject to us. We need some heroes to arise. We need men. Oh my God. We need men like Noah again on the face of the earth. Are you following me? We need men like Abraham again on the face of the earth. We need men like Isaac again on the face of the earth. We need men, women like Sarah. Are you following? We need women like Deborah. We need men like Samson. Are you following me? Because he said, you know, time will fail me to read all of these. But look at verse 32, verse 32. Let's quickly go to verse 32. Verse 32, because of our time, you can play something for me now look at verse 32 he says and what more shall i say because after you know after sarah uh, he talked about abraham again he talked about isaac he talked about jacob you will see about jacob in verse 21 in verse 22 you will see about joseph in verse 23 you will see about moses are you following me in verse 30 you will see verse 31 you will see that god talked about rehab and I think I need to pause a while before I make progress from there. He said in verse 32, verse 31, he said, By faith, the unlawed Rehab. Mm. Eh. Eh. Yesterday night, I was listening to a message. I don't know, maybe Pastor Kule listened. Uh, but you know that message yesterday night. And you see, you see, some people, I, I was telling my wife, I said, I said, I said, when I listen to some preachers, I feel like they, they, maybe they don't understand that the gospel that they have is an exclusive gospel. And what I mean by exclusive gospel is that it is good news, but you see, some of you are not permitted. That's an exclusive gospel. But you see, the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is not an exclusive gospel. It's an inclusive gospel an inclusive gospel that says yes the promise is here you may not even be qualified for it but you can come oh are you following me because when you hear some preachers preach the way they come you would think as if god is angry at some people are you following me but that's not what the bible says the bible says for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That's the only sense of the Bible that you carry. He loved the whole world. A lot of preachers are preaching the exclusive. When you hear them, oh yeah, you no, they don't need to tell you. You also look at ah, this is where they talk, no be me. <laughs> see, let me can, can you be truthful? Can you be truthful? How many of you have been there? Let me see your hands up. You've had a message that you feel like nobody, 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 we did fight for you. But that's not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's an inclusive gospel. It's not an exclusive gospel. It doesn't exclude anybody. It doesn't push anybody out. He said, as many that shall call upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. That's what he says. Irrespective of who you are. Then he says, by faith, Lahab the harlot. You know, you know why I love? I love the fact that they put the harlot. You know they could have said by faith, Rahab. Yeah. 
and you are wondering which Rehab. But they said it's not any other Rehab. It's the Rehab the Harlot. By faith, what did she do? By faith, Rehab the Harlot did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. Now let me shock you. How many of us know the story of Rehab the Harlot? Let me tell you what happened. They were coming to Jericho. And Jericho was going to be destroyed. Jericho was a city that had walls around it. It was a fenced city. And the Bible described the thickness of the wall. That six chariots can stand side by side on the thickness of that wall. It was that, it was that wide. Now because of the wideness of it, inside that wall, people had apartments inside the wall. They were living inside the wall. And Rahab had one her own room. She was an ally. What it means is that in her room is where she attends to her customers. See, I'm going to shock you today. See, that's where, do you understand what I'm saying? In her room is where she attends to what? Her customers. Now, when the spies came into Jericho to spy the land, and somehow, the ruler of Jericho got noticed that there were spies and they started looking for them. The spies ran and they ran into Rahab's room. I don't know, maybe they met a customer anyway. <laughs> but they ran into her room. And when she said, ah, what's happening? Then they told her what they came to do. And Rahab said, hey, I have heard about that God. And if it is that God that is sending you, ah, we are finished. But please, can I plead for myself and my family that will be spared in what is going to befall Jericho. And those people made a promise that she and her family will be spared. But you know what they told her? They said the only thing you will need to do is that if your family members are in any other part of the city, they are going to die. Make sure when we come, you gather all of them into your room and that by the window of your room, you hang a red scarlet something like a festival red and it by your window so that when we come we will know that that is the room and no matter what happens to the city the people in that room will be spared are you listening to this now when the children of israel came and the bible says god told them that they should march around the city uh, they should march around the city for seven days the first day they march around the city nothing happened the second day the third day the soldiers that were on the walls were already relaxed that all they are doing is just just moving around there's nothing will happen then on the seventh day god asked them to move around seven times and that at the seventh time they should give a shout and that when they give a shout the walls of jericho will come crumbling down now watch this the thickness of that wall six chariots standing side by side if those walls only came down there would have been a very big rubble for those of you that understand construction so what it means is that after the whole thing falls it will take a while before the children of Israel will even be able to climb over the rubble into the city so I suggest to you that the walls of Jericho did not only come crashing down the ground opened up and swallowed it up but should i shock you the wall the ground opened up and swallowed up the wall for the children of israel to possess the land but listen to me there was a portion of that wall that was standing when all the others gave way and that portion that 
was standing was the room of Rea How would God dare to save a harlot? We'll be surprised when we get to the kingdom. Some people think they understand everything. Will we get there? Are you following me? Are you following me? Do you remember the parable of Jesus? He said, Jesus said, he sent men, the, the owner of the, of the house sent men out to go and get the, the, you know, the chief and the, you know, the big guys in town for his party, the VIP. They came and the, the report was that they said they were not coming. And he said, well, if they are not coming, then go into the streets, go under the bridge. Pack everybody, anybody, just pack everybody and just bring everybody in. And that's how the kingdom of God is going to be. Oh, are you following me? Come on, are you following me? You see, some people that talk about surprises when we get to the kingdom of God, it is not surprise as they think that we will be surprised. Oh, you didn't get what I'm talking about. Because some people will get there and they will only listen. Some people will get there and they will only get there because of a red scarlet that was tied by their window. They didn't do jack. Ah, you didn't get it. If you got it, you would have shouted. They didn't do jack. They will only get there because of that red scarlet. Are you following me? That's the only reason why we get there. Do you understand? And that red scarlet is called grace. For we are saved by grace, not of works, lest any man should boast. Uh, even our father Abraham cannot boast. And that's what Romans chapter 4 says. Abraham cannot boast. Then how dare you come and you begin to tell me, you can say, Abraham, Abraham was obedient to God. Abraham was this. Abraham. When the Bible says Abraham himself cannot boast, you, you are not making boast for Abraham. Are you not a fool? Do you understand what I'm talking about, Shay? You are now boasting on behalf of Abraham. When the Bible says Abraham himself cannot stand before God and boast and say, I did it. You are not boasting for Abraham. Abraham aligned with God. He aligned with God. Uh, so you must align. When you align, then you fall into the will of God. Uh, all those are rhymes. We understand the truth of God's word. I told my wife yesterday night, I said, oh my God. I said, thank God we have the Bible. And thank God that we can read. Are you following me? You know, there was a time I was telling us that, see, if all we had access to, IBK, was the New Testament, we would have been deceived about the life of David. Oh. When you read in the book of Acts, the Bible says, and David, uh, and David served God in his generation according to the will of God and slept with his fathers. That's what you read about David in the book of Acts. When you hear that kind of statement, if you have never read the story of David in the Old Testament, what would you think? Shall I talk to me? Huh? And David served God in his generation according to the will of God. And he slept with his fathers. You will say, huh? I told my wife yesterday, I said, see, I said, some people that will even look around today and say, I look at this sinner. I look at this sinner. Some of them cannot even do what David did. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not joking. No, I don't know. I don't, I'm not joking. They can't do what David did. Do you know what David did? Slept with another man's wife? Brought the man back from war? Was tricking the man to go sleep with his wife? The man refused to go? And David said, put him where the battle is hottest and let him die. And the man died. And the next thing, the 
I was enjoying. No, no, not until the prophet showed up in his house and said, Sir, something is happening in your kingdom. He said, What's happening? He said, Hey, please hear this king. What should we do? He said, There are two men in your kingdom. One has just one sheep and one has hundred. He said, The visitor came to visit the man that has hundred. What is he supposed to do? Take one of the hundred and kill. But he left his hundred. Then went in search of the man that had just one. Took that one and killed to entertain his visitor. David said, Ye, Mugbe. In whose kingdom? Not in Sherwe. In my kingdom. Then he began to say, Ah, we will see Before you talk too much, sir. Kuda. Kuda, sir. You see you, sir. You know how many wives lies in your palace? And God spoke to him through the mouth of the prophet. He said, you have so many wives. He said, even if you wanted more, I would have given you more. That was what God said. But the man that had just one, just to one, you took it. And somebody will now come and be reading the book of Acts for me and telling me that David served God in the generation according to the will of God. You must serve God like David. Is. And then let's go and serve God like David. Huh? See, see, see. I don't want to answer some blame. You guys are pulling me, man. I'm just tired. I became telling you. When I hear some preachers, I'm just tired. I'm just like, oh my God, for how long are we going to continue to exclude some people from this kingdom? For how long? And it's, it's going to continue to be we against them. It's never we against them. It should be all of us against the devil. Not we against them. We're not in a battle with ourselves. We're in a battle with the devil. The devil is our adversary. You sit down there and keep. Even the you that is talking. Can you? Can we play all the video of your life in the open? But you can stand behind the microphone and talk about the life. Let's play something for me on the keyboard. See what, what I'm what I'm sharing right now. I, I feel like crying. I'm telling you. I feel like crying. You see, because that exclusive gospel was what so many of us listened to for years, and we never felt like we belonged anywhere. Oh, say yeah, you can you do you can testify. We had that gospel again and again and again. And every time we looked at ourselves, we said, no, I don't, I don't belong here. Some of us even almost concluded, maybe God designed us specially for hell. Some of us looked at ourselves. I had, oh my God. I had a friend. You know, sir, you know, sir said, Banji, I don't understand. I, I, really, I, I, I wouldn't love God. He said, but I've tried severally. Separately, I really want to be born again. I really want to obey the laws of God. He said, but I've tried again and again. He said, it doesn't work for me. He said, so I've concluded, Banji. Let me just enjoy this life. Just, just leave it anyhow. Leave it anyhow. I know that when we get there, we're going to suffer for the consequences of our sins. We listen to that exclusive gospel again and again and again. And we never felt we belonged anywhere. We felt like outcasts. We felt we were nobody. We felt God can never, if God will love anybody, it cannot be us. 
God will love anybody me how will he love me when there is sister 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 Mary how God that do see how will he love me even if he loves me he will surely love them more than he loves me but God is no respecter of persons and I'm glad that he puts the name of Rahab the harlot and it will shock you that Rahab became one of the great grandmothers of Jesus she's in the lineage of the Savior and I, I'm glad that God put her there so that you can know that after the worst God can bring out the best never look down on anybody in your life never look down on anybody some men must have looked down on Paul and felt like Paul his life was over but little did they know that before we get to Damascus there's going to be an encounter never look down on anybody enough of this exclusive gospel the gospel is inclusive for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son to die for us the Bible says God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He didn't love me because I'm good. I don't know about you. Maybe, maybe you are sister holy or brother holy. And you can stand there and say, well, stand there and be all self-righteous and claim that God loves you because you're so good, you're so perfect, your life is all together. Thank God for you. But he loves me not because of what I've done. Not even because of what I'm doing. Not even because of what I will ever do. But because of a red scarlet that will be by my window. Grace. Amazing grace. How sweet the sound that at verse 39 as we bring this sermon to a close this whole teaching verse 39 he said and all these having obtained a good testimony through faith did not receive the promise he said god having provided something better for us that they should not be made perfect apart from us that means that generation as awesome as we spoke about them the bible says they cannot be completed without us we are that privileged generation we are that blessed generation and god is waiting for men and women that will rise up in this generation as heroes of faith we have a few of them who have lived in our present day i can mention a few of them some of you have read god's generals apostle alexander Dowie, or some great man of god a a allen are you following this i can tell you about jaco that lived in this present generation 
I can tell you about the women of God that came in time in this our present age. The woman called Catherine Coleman. I can tell you about Amy Simply McPherson. I can tell you about Pastor Bimbo Dukoya of Blessed Memory. I can tell you about the athlete Archbishop Bensini Daosa. Are you following this? But the Bible says, with us, they are not complete. That means God is waiting on you and I to rise as an hero of faith in this generation. Can you rise up to your feet this morning? I will open up my heart ready for your holy fire. I will let you into my heart, into my soul. Pledging, pledging my life, serving you is my desire. Oh, I will let you hold in my
for wherever you're watching us from. Can you pledge your life to you? I will open up my heart. Ready for your holy fire. Oh, I will let you into my message was from the stables of Love's Domain Family Assembly. Senior pastors are Pastor Banji and KG Oladipo. To reach this ministry, send a mail to lovesdomainfamily at gmail.com. Remain blessed.